know what's going on. Maybe it's another drill. Four Midwest Guys presents Star Wars Breaking News. There are stories about what happened. It's true. I'm glad you're here to tell us these things. This will be a day long remembered. I heard a great disturbance in the force. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 4 Midwest Guys Presents Star Wars Breaking News. Tonight we will be reviewing... Uh, the Last Jedi trailer number two, or the official trailer, not a teaser trailer, but the actual trailer. And believe it or not, all four Midwest guys are actually here to do it tonight. Woo! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And here with <laughs> us today to help us do this, Mr. Brian Ickebar. Hey, what's up, what's up? What's going on, B? And my brother, Aaron. Hey, how's it going, man? How's it going, dude? And the Dirty Jay-Z, back from the abyss. Finally got to get away from work for a change. <laughs> there you go. Welcome back, buddy. And uh, so we got a lot to go over, um, and we'll try not to oversaturate. We'll try not to make it too long, but I can't help it if it does. So, but we'll try. I'll be there. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's let's start off the the very first shot of the trailer. Uh, looks like Kylo Ren. Uh, he kind of looks like Anakin because I guess he's got the Jedi mullet going still. Mm-hmm. Kind of looking over a production floor, I guess. Um, maybe in a star destroyer. Maybe on uh, some sort of a base somewhere of uh, of the First Order, I guess. Yeah, looking out over the whole battalion and everything. Yeah, it almost looked like a still shot until you start seeing the stuff move in the background. Little sparks I thought, and stuff. Yeah, the sparks and stuff, mm. which was, I thought they were just like starting with like a picture. And well, either that, that would or be hilarious. It, it is a picture. They just decided <laughs> just, like, oh, it's actually the background. Big, like, you know, promotion of the trailer. And just put a still frame. Still frame. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you're the last Jedi. They, they pan, they pan out. And you see two stormtroopers walk past it, and they're like, "Hey, remember the time Anakin was here?" <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like right before that that trailer, I actually read this article. It says, "You know what? The last Jedi doesn't even need a trailer. It's going to be a hit no matter what." I was like, "I think there's an argument for that." Yeah. Yeah, I was like, you know what? It literally could have just been Ray, Finn. Poe, all of them sitting around a table and farting like the nutty professor, and it still wouldn't have made a difference as to how much it made. No, it wouldn't. It would just be exactly the same. But luckily, it wasn't that. It was actually a very damn good trailer. Um, so uh, they cut over. You start hearing Snoke talk when I found you, and then they show the ATATs or uh, what's actually the uh, MT or ATM6C gorilla. Or people are calling them gorilla walkers. And they're on the mineral planet of uh, Crate. I'm actually pretty excited about this. I, the first time I saw the still shot of this, I'm like, <gasps> my, I went and had a nerd gasm. The, the, uh, the token second series Imperial Walkers. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I always loved the Walkers when I was a kid. I had one. I played with it. Oh, I like, loved it. Yeah. yeah. It just, so it just, what's the benefit of these? They just walk differently? They're bigger. They're huge. And they lumber more. Well, even on... <laughs> Well, even on well, that, but on the legs, <laughs> it looks like they put spikes or something. So if they try to put cables around them this time, it'll break them. It'll break them. Yep. So it's so like basically they they're the from elephants from Return of the King. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, but but I mean, but, like we've already seen in Rebels, you can just slice these things off, right? Well, now I'm hopefully they've increased the armor now because <laughs> oh, okay. But you can see just how much bigger they are because they actually in the distance they have it looks like a 
Walker from Empire, or mm. maybe from Rogue One in the background, and you can see it's like double in size and double yeah. in everything. So this thing is borderline its own it's like, basically, fucking spaceship. It's well, basically the exactly. Star Killer planet well, again. It's like it's like the Death Star, but bigger. Its neck is shorter, but above it is like a giant tank laser or some shit. And I, then I, I think Disney's going with the Texas model here of Star Wars. Yeah, just make just it bigger. bigger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. More is better. Bigger is better. But yeah, I was just to me that's just awesome. I I, yeah, I totally geeked out. I'm still geeking out a little bit because it's it's like I want that toy. I totally want to play with that toy. Yeah, like it's not <laughs> bad. It's just it looks really similar. So like, well, yeah. sure, it looks similar, but it looks it's badass to me. That's like, <gasps> yeah, I don't know. That to me, that's that's the kid of me. That's I mean, at least they didn't go with like a giant spider. I, I will give them that. <laughs> Oh Actually, my god, that would be the pretty fu- cool. The fucking army from Wild Wild West invades Star Wars. <laughs> no, I wasn't quite thinking that. <laughs> we have a calamity here. <laughs> Steampunk Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kenneth Branagh managed to get into this franchise. Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't mind that, but not as what he played. But anyway. <laughs> and then again, make an alternate universe version. Right, an alternate, yeah, that would, uh, the steampunk Star Wars, yeah. we'll call it. Oh, there's already cosplays of it. Oh, I know. There. There's, there's a God. steampunk R2D2, too, actually. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah, cool looking. Yeah, it's pretty damn cool looking, nice. actually. Even though know, he looks kind of like a barrel with a bunch of like tubes and <laughs> yeah. like um, pipes coming out of it. Well, him I mean, R two D two is very trash can like to be in. Right. So. So, so is it like that picture that like has the before and then meth afterwards? <laughs> I see it. Yeah, just had to keep selling off all his good parts and downgrading. Yeah, this is uh, when things go too far. Um, anyway, so. Continue to hear our snow. Wait, wait. Snoke didn't we talk. just see like a BB eight drinking thing like on one of the uh, like talk shows? What? what? Yeah, yeah, it was either on like <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel or like Woo! out of left field. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, there was either Jimmy Kimmel or like uh, Stephen Colbert, like where they had like BBA being replaced by Porgs and just drinking his sorrows away. <laughs> I did not see that. Wow, it was wow. pretty amusing, actually. That sounds funny. Um, anyway, but in the interest of time, uh, Snoke. And then you hear Snoke continue. He goes, "It's when I found you." And again, he comes back. I saw, I saw Raw, and then it's Kylo kind of walking into a cave, I guess. With well, it almost felt this whole scene. It, it looks like they're walking into a cave, or it's it's that planet crate again with the red dust and mm-hmm. all the the crazy minerals and stuff. But it reminded me of the Clone War, or not Clone Wars, but um, Revenge of the Sith when Anakin's walking into the Jedi Temple. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same scene, except kind of mm-hmm. shot from above. That's, yeah. Rem, that's what kind of reminded me of. Good question. Do you think Snoke's actually talking to Ren in that, like, throughout the montage? I was going to talk about that when we finish it, but okay. actually, that's a good question. And we'll, 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 we'll touch on it here in a second. All right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, you know, then Snoke again, you, you keep hearing the, him talk over all these scenes. And it's untamed power, and beyond that, it, and then it's just Kylo picking up his lightsaber in a scene. It looks like, it almost looks like he's in, like, a red... It, it, this was the part, I, the only scene I didn't really like in the trailer because it looked like it was an unfinished scene because you had like red, red screen in the background is what well, it looked like. Well, there was there was <laughs> yeah. uh, those red uh, imperial or not imperial, whatever they're called, the guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they were standing in the background like they were at... right, but the whole can, the whole I background can, was red. Though. I can definitely tell you there's no such thing as a red screen that I've seen. Well, it does. It just it's kind of what it reminded me of. I'm like, what the hell is this? But um, but anyway, so he picks up his. His lightsaber, and um, we finish. Snoke says something truly special, 
And the next scene, they cut to Ray. So the question is, so the whole thing is, when I found you, I saw raw, untamed power. And beyond that, something truly special. So that's the whole line he says through this first part of the trailer. So the question is, they're showing Kylo this whole time. But as soon as he's done talking, they immediately switch to Ray. He's talking to Porkins. (laughs) (laughs) That would be go on a diet. Um but or a, or a slim fast commercial. Anyway, uh, but yeah. So the question is: Is he talking to Kylo or is he talking to Ray? What do you guys think, Aaron? I actually don't know. It could really go either way. Mm-hmm. I think if it would kind of make sense if it's actually talking to Ray. I mean, if you give her like a backstory of where he found her as a child, or like he was actually one that like abducted her and like mm-hmm. left her on the planet, sort of thing. Yeah, you kind of have a backstory that doesn't make the character as much of a Mary Sue as she's been criticized to be. Okay, mm-hmm. if you actually give like part of her backstory incorporated into the character more. Right, right. Brian? I think they're talking. He's talking to Kylo. Kylo the whole time. I, th- I think... Yeah. I Take think, it at face value. Yeah, but I, I think the they're, they're going... They did that, and they cut to that scene with Ray yeah. to try to steer your thinking one direction, and then when they come in, it's going to be what we thought it was going to be. Okay. Oh, it definitely could be. John, what do you think? I want to... I, I want to... I would give anything to see him say that to the Borg. To the Borg? <laughs> Not the Borg. What are those little, like, German-looking things? Borgs. Borgs. The Borgs. Porgs. Porgs. There's a very specific porg that's just like an ultimate Jedi and no one knows about it. So, so he's a, I mean, a Jedi hamster. I mean, like, like the, the, the car commercial for yeah. whatever the hell that I is. Mean, the Kia Soul? Yeah, the Kia Soul Jedi. It's not the first time, you know, Star Wars has had really small, powerful you know, Jedi. What was it? Like an Empire Strikes Back. It was essentially t- a backpack. An Empire Strikes Back. The big twist is, you know, Luke, I am your father. But the, uh, the, the, the force that turns everything around is the, that little the hamster. Little hamster. <laughs> Poor Jedi, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so that's what John thinks. Um, I'll tell you what I think. I think he's talking to Ray. Um, and I'm the only reason I'm going to bring this in real quick, and I'll try not to go off on a tangent too much, but in the books, Jakku is a jump point for when... Uh, uh, I talked about this on another podcast, but where the Emperor, is, uh, after his death, is part of his like backup plan contingency if he dies, was the Jakku and how he sent ships off into the... Uh, the outer unknown territories to explore explore, and then Jakku was the jumping point she was on Jakku she comes from Jakku is that these books that they said aren't canon anymore yeah this this is new actually this is all part of the actual canon these latest books they've been releasing before uh, the the force awakens and so on giant alien invasion from outside the known universe one no that's actually part of the EU okay so but uh you're thinking, I can't remember the name of the species, but yeah. Uh, but this is actual canon books that have come out before The Force Awakens. It was called like the the countdown or the lead up to Force Awakens. And now they've been doing more books in between the movies. The Force well. hits news. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, you know. But anyway. It's quite so, awoken yet. It hit the snooze button. So I actually think he's talking about right here. I, I really do. But that's just me. All right. So moving on. So, yeah, the next scene is Ray on a, an island. She uh, has her uh, blue lightsaber. And you have that, when she turns it on, it's got that base that uh, Force Awakens had that everybody was like, holy crap. Mm. Like the kick up the base to, you mm-hmm. know, 11 yeah. on it. Um, <coughs> um, and then you get the, the Locust Film logo in gray. And Brian, you think this might be could be something about a gray Jedi, maybe, or something, just because of the logo. Well, was yeah, I mean, I, it could it could have something to do with that. It may not. 
But um, you know, in other other movie, the, lo- the Lucasfilm's logo has changed colors throughout all the different movies. So I was just curious. for Midwest Guys presents the oh, most. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> Do we do editing now? Um, <laughs> Four Midwest guys presents halfway through Gray Jedi from the logo. Gray Jedi logos. Uh, yeah, sorry, I was trying to cue the next music cue. My bad. You did fine. Um, you just keep going. We'll leave it in. Yeah, that's fine. My bad, guys. I'm new technology. So you were saying, but you so maybe it could be for the Gray Jedi, and maybe not. Yeah, that's that's. What I'm thinking it could be for the Gray Jedi. I mean, there's been talk about it. You know. Is is Luke still a Jedi? Is he not? You know, we saw it with uh, um, whatchamacallit from uh, Rebels, Asuka. Yeah, Asuka. Right. Yeah, so we yeah. saw it with her. You know, is is when he and when in the first teaser trailer or whatever, Luke says, you know, the death of the Jedi, the end of the Jedi or whatever. Right. You know, is he referring to it's not going to be the Gray Jedi because there's not? I don't know. That's just my thought on it. Maybe the rendering button just didn't get the green uh, flashes to go through yet. And- it's going to strobe on and off like old neon sign. Yeah, it's like that mummy trailer they released where they didn't have any sound effects in the first 40 seconds. <laughs> really? Oh, you haven't I seen that? Haven't seen oh that my yet. god, you've got yeah. to see that. It's hilarious. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> it's, uh, that was pl- probably a premonition of the film to come. The plane crash literally has no sound, but you just hear Tom Cruise making mouth noises as he's rolling around. <laughs> By the way, guys, real quick, uh, just in case, uh, because we are... Th- theories and just in case we do it's all we're talking about the trailer but in case we come across something that would be considered a spoiler uh therefore let's uh just so everybody is forewarned spoiler alert spoiler alert confidence is high i repeat confidence is high flush the bombers get the suns in launch mode we are at spoiler alert I love looking at the volume levels of your effects versus our actual audio. <laughs> yes, I'm here to uh, scare our audience. <laughs> to deafen them. It's new technology. The audience is I'm still now awake. Hey, I'm having fun with this. Anyway. So, so out of curiosity, is, like, is the trailer a spoiler now? or? <laughs> well, if we happen to touch on something that may be a spoiler. There, yeah, but we don't actually, know. Actually, the Lego toys might be a spoiler from what I've... <laughs> actually, they could be. You're right. Actually. Are they cool Lego toys? Uh, yes, Probably. very cool Lego toys, actually. Uh, yeah. There is a over 7,000 piece Millennium Falcon, like huge. Like oh, you okay. have to hold it. Yeah, with I like, heard about that one. Hold, hold it with two hands. It's and tw- that's the box. $2,000? No, no, no. Try like $8,000. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, no. it, and the sad thing is, the is box is 25 pounds of Legos. Okay. And the book to put it together is like a Bible. Yeah, you, know, you got the well, I mean, pages. It's and probably stuff. someone's Bible. Yes, but yeah. I'm just saying it's it's huge, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, and I, that's putting it mildly. <laughs> and if I had the money, oh, if only I had the money. And I was you need like there. an entire room just to showcase it. Well, they had they showed one guy putting it together. It took him a whole week mm. working eight hours a day on it. Yeah, how did he get the money to pay for it if he could just like leave for a week to build it? I'm assuming this guy's got money <laughs> and has no life, but or has money and also has a really good vacation package. Yeah, a oh, maybe, really good vacation. Maybe package. he's a Jedi Temple member over in England. <laughs> <laughs> now let's not talk about that. <laughs> Everyone chipped in five dollars. It was I amazing. I don't want to offend anybody. Just in case there are some Jedi Church people listening, I'm just. The Jedi collection plate went around for this. I just, I just don't, don't get it. But anyway, I mean, I'm a fan, a super fan, even. But that's, yeah. Anyway, all right. So we're getting back to the trailer. John, you're supposed to keep us on track, dude. Anyway, 
<laughs> okay, so uh, overhead, you got a nice overhead shot of uh, uh, Aktu, the island of the first Jedi Temple. Um, kind of saw it before in Force Awakens, so not a whole lot new there. Mm. See a bit of this in the teaser trailer earlier in the year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit. Um, you hear Ray's race a voiceover. Uh, Something inside me has always been there. And then you finally see her hand her saber to Luke Skywalker. Luke hasn't said anything, but he, you know, you finally get to see him. He's still in that five-minute stare-off. Stare-off, yeah. yeah. So is is this going to pick up, like, right where Force Awakens yes. ended? Because yes. Could, yeah, because, you know, Star Wars does not do flashbacks. That's, like, one of the big things about any Star Wars film is they never have a flashback. Yeah. So it's, well, I, well... Unless it's a vision... Yeah, well, I was going to say, well, you know, Force Visions. Visions are different. You know, what was funny is they said that um, right after Force Awakens was done, they said they had already filmed the first scene for Jedi, for Last Jedi, which would I would assume would be just the continuation, continuation. of that. Yeah, yeah and it, it's actually brought up a point. It's like people are like, well, if they pick up right where they left off, how the hell are they going to do a Star Wars crawl? <laughs> it's like you, you show what's going on in the other parts of the universe. It'll be episode eight, the Last Jedi. Uh, yeah, you already saw it, uh, and that's it. it just, no, it just, it's just, it's just welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Shortest crawl ever, but you um, know it's just going to have low clearance as a cruiser goes right under the yeah. letters. And then somebody <laughs> said, "Well, they they could say what's been going on with Kylo because Kylo supposedly." He's going off to complete his training, mm. so maybe that looks fill us in. Disney or, doesn't want to have like time skips. Or it could Credits be, go. It could be the first Star Wars movie that doesn't start off with the Star Wars logo in the crawl. You may see the Act Two scene, and then they'll go to the crawl. Well, you saw how many yeah. people got upset about that with uh, Rogue One. I, so. Yeah, I, well, I was not impressed, but that was me. But yeah, with that, but yeah. So um, I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see how they they make that work or how they're going to make that work and, and, and she hand, when she handed the lightsaber was I the only one that thought that it was just like the scene from Terminator oh because of his hand yeah. hand his hand run yeah I know now why you cry Ray <laughs> <laughs> but it is something I can never do <laughs> okay. too old and jaded to cry anymore <laughs> I lost all my tears with my fourth season of Joker voiceovers. <laughs> so uh, the next part, uh, Ray walking into the, a cliff, but it, it's actually a, uh, I, I did a little, a couple other people I saw online agree with me on this, that it's actually a tree that she's walking into. It's a cliff and, and she actually goes inside a tree. It's like the much like Empire Strikes Back, tree of Je- tree of the Jedi. Oh my God! If she walks into the so. fucking tree of life from Terrence Malick, I'm gone. That's it. I'm writing no. off everything. Off. No, it won't be anything <laughs> like that. But it won't be anything quite that bad. But it's 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 actually there is a thing called a Jedi tree, and this one just happens to be dead, hollowed out, and inside that is where we see the the manuscripts, actual paper for the first time in Star Wars, um, of the the original Jedi text or whatever. Whatever it is, we've only seen the one symbol, the Jedi symbol on it. But that's what she's actually walking into there. Are you um, sure it's not an old coloring book? Yeah, <laughs> I hope not. Okay, that would be very disappointing. It's like it's, it's going to be just like one of those uh, like martial arts things where they just have like the different poses for the lightsaber. <laughs> Pitch your pages. Pitch your pages. Give me that. All right. Actually, that was Bill Cosby. I shouldn't sing that. Never mind. You really shouldn't. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. No. <laughs> Finally got the bastard. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
So uh, where were we? I always got. got we talk about paper, right? Right. Know, so books. So that's where it is. It's actually inside a hollow old, tree, hollowed out Jedi tree. Um, so uh, Ray continues to talk. Ray continues to talk. So <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> so she, and then she says, "But now it's awake." So the full line is, "Something inside me has always been there, but now it's awake." So obviously, her power. But who is she? Is you, Shania Twain's the woman in me? Or, you know, <laughs> so I, I guess my question to you guys here is: is where does she get her power from? Is she more like Anakin, or she's like born from the Force itself? Is she another chosen one? I'm gonna I say midichlorians. That was never really confirmed. <laughs> you look, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> like they never yeah. really like confirmed the whole Anakin is born of the Force thing, right? Well, it, it's pretty much <laughs> con- it, it. Yeah, actually, really? they have. Yeah. Okay. Well, it may they may turn that on its head in this movie, so that's a rumor too. But that's that's for another time. All right. Are they going to get rid of the midichlorian thing? There is supposedly <laughs> we'll never bring it up. That's what I've been told. Thank God. So they're going back to like, the mysticism. Unlike someone else here, <laughs> I feel like if you, you should bring it up, just to be like, no, no, they believe that. They were stupid. Well, well it, they might. And that would be cool if they did. I mean, it, like, it, it was a false science. You know, it was yeah. obviously they didn't. Like it's a thing where they used to like study your like skull to see how smart you are. Well, it'd be, I mean, if, it'd be like with uh, when Godzilla, like the next like Japanese Godzilla movie that came out, was like, oh, was it like that thing that happened in New York City? No, that was not Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know, it, it, this whole trilogy is really about the Force. So it's if anything, it's going to expand upon the mysticism of the Force rather than like trying to make it a scientific count really you know, I always unlike like, unlike some filmmakers chose to it's a film knowledge film you know it's not a blood test anymore it's it, going back to putting mythology back into it which mm. is what should happen in my yeah. opinion i mean if you're basing something on the hero's journey and having it be a kind of collection right you know, legends yeah, and mysteries and stuff exactly it makes sense not to go total sci-fi with because we're gonna learn because... a lot more about the jedi a lot more about the force the sith i'm sure especially in this movie because honestly if you if you break down what science fiction really is star wars does fit more into fantasy than it does yes. in actual science fiction it's yes. not really mm-hmm. a science fiction nope. movie or no it series. is it is really the first science fantasy movie really it, it kind of broke the genre anyway i mean it might have been out there in books and stuff but it's probably the first time it really prolifically on screen when you think uh, I think Forbidden Planet kind of did that when it adapted okay. Shakespeare's The Tempest. Okay, that's that's fair. But okay, so <laughs> sorry. No, 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 no. That's why I was asking. I'm the, I'm the you're you're the I'm the, film, I'm the dork film. that like knows the B-rated fifties no, movies. You're the film film guru. So there you go. Excellent good choice. So uh, Ray obviously looks at the book. We we're talking about the books on the shelf. I'm just wondering. We everybody's saying it's the original uh jedi script i wonder if it's maybe a book of the wills of the force we always keep hearing about these wills of the force it's supposed to be a journal i thought <laughs> is it a journal well because uh, the original draft was always called from the, the journal, journal of the, the wills of the yeah. force so okay yeah so maybe it's a journal maybe, i would love yeah, to see if they call it the journal, journal just because i nice <laughs> throwback to the original yeah. okay I, I i like that and then ray continues and finally she says i need help so, again, so she's saying she has this power inside her, it's now awake, and I can't control it, essentially. Mm. She's saying, I need help with it. Um, there's a nice shot from the ground of uh, Ray swinging and practicing with her lightsaber. Kind of an awesome shot. Now, you guys might think I'm crazy, but no, <laughs> there is a little bit... Oh, yeah, you sent me this. Yeah, and you got to listen closely, and I'll play it a couple times without 
or at least I'll try anyway, uh, without screwing this up. But if you listen to her while she, this is where she's swinging her lightsaber around the rocks, and then she cuts to the close rock and stops with it. If you listen closely, you can almost, it almost sounds like, and I know I'm stretching here, it almost sounds like the Imperial March, like certain notes of the Imperial March. And I will play it now. Again. Yeah, I see what you're saying, actually. Okay. It's a little, a little bit more fast-paced, it's and a, it, but tempo's... it's mixed into it. Yeah. yeah, so one more time. Just so for our audience, in case anybody's like, what? It's just, it's a sped up. Mm. A little thirsty. I'm going to grasp with a straw here. You're going to grasp with a straw? Okay. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, no, I mean, it, it, people may say that, but to me, I may be stretching and I may be adding to the myth and the lore of, the, lore of it, but it seems like it's intentionally placed. To me, it's, to me, it's a pacing. It's a growing of a training, okay. really, because it's like it starts off slow, then it's moving faster. She's so getting she's getting better. better. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got. To me, I just wonder if it's, there's some, like, they're just, they're playing with us. And right, they're trying well, to find out anything, but I can definitely, if you're looking for it, I can see why you'd hear it. Yeah. To me, I was like, did I just hear that? Because I, you know me, I watched it 30, 40 times. You know? I've seen it once. And I was just like, yeah, like, son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Maybe it was intentionally there. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. So kind of something interesting to throw out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there is that. And then uh, I also like Ray kind of stops on a dime from an inch from the face of the rock light. Oh rock wall so yeah. she's obviously she's trying to get control of her powers well it's also more, more kind prolific. of a fun little use of like some scenes you see in like old kung fu like where someone would like punch in someone's face and stop like right in front of it yeah like just to kind of show like their control of them like mm-hmm. own body and such mm-hmm. yeah and then the next scene she's doing like the meditation thing and all of a sudden the ground shakes and this is the first time we see luke react in the trailer and he's flipped out by it like well, his eyes looked- go the funny huge. thing is, like, he always looks pissed off of the ground. <laughs> it's like, the fuck you doing? But I mean, God it damn it, ground! You're supposed to help me with this training here. And then we see the we see the pebbles levitating later. But you know, and I, that... I actually think that's reversed in the trailer. I you think, think the pebbles start first. I think you see the pebbles yeah. first. Yeah, and it builds up, and, so. the, and, yeah. the, and then all of a sudden the ground breaks, and he's like, because mm-hmm. he was looking at the pebbles. Right, head. right. Yeah. He was guiding her through their meditation and all of a sudden her power kicks in and it freaks him out mm-hmm. and then that's when we get this you know the great line here from luke which is um i've seen this kind of strength before only once before only once before it i wasn't scared of it then but it does now it doesn't scare me then but it does now i'm sorry so again i've only seen this this raw strength once before didn't scare me then, but it does now. Mm-hmm. It, so, the first part of this, I've seen this raw strength once before. Who's he talking about? Is he talking about Ray, or is he maybe talking about Vader? Meaning before when he talked about when he saw this strength the last time. Did he see it with Kylo, or yeah. did he see? Or, or, or should we take it at face value being Kylo, or is he maybe talking about Vader, or maybe is he talking about the Emperor? Here was the last time he saw something this. Strong. Well, he only saw the Emperor once, technically. Yeah, but he, he was and real I, cocky with him, and then he didn't really understand how powerful he was until he, he got. Well, but the taken Emperor down. didn't like really like you know 
levitate rocks or anything like that, though. He didn't levitate rocks, but he fucking zapped the shit I mean, yeah, out of him. Yeah, he force-electrocuted him, yeah. But yeah. That was always within, like, you know, the Jedi-Sith universe. Mm-hmm. So my, my thing, I think he's either talking about Kylo or he's talking about uh, I'm, Vader. I'm thinking Kylo, too. Yeah, yeah Kylo. I assume Kylo. And yeah. only the only reason why I think Kylo is because I think he had something similar at the Jedi Academy that he started. Mm-hmm. And then he had a similar situation with with Kylo, and he knew where he knows yeah. where Kylo, which way he went, mm-hmm. and that's why he said it didn't scare me then. Yeah. Well, think about now. before what we saw in the trailer. Like we were just talking about the raw power before with Snoke, and then we see all the stuff intersecting with Kylo. Snoke's talking about Kylo. That could be the raw power he saw before. Right. So, so that's yeah. It could be. I'm just. I got to thinking about it. And the reason why I thought it could be Vader because Vader just had such power and Luke went up to him confident he didn't know he was his father at the time. But he goes in with everything he's got and Vader cuts him down and cuts off his hand. Yeah. So that's pretty raw power. Same thing with the Emperor. He goes in really cocky and doesn't understand what happens until Vader hits him with, or the Emperor hits him with the lightning, the force lightning, and all of a Mm. sudden he's fucked until Daddy comes along and (laughs) saves the day. Yeah. But, so... No! Well, yeah, I, yeah. That no, I like better than the Revenge of the Sith. No, by the way. So I think it's the same one almost. So I just think there's some other possibilities there because to me, I wonder. Could it be Snoke. It makes Do you me think Luke trained Snoke. No, but I think Kylo may not be as powerful as we think he is. He may be. Maybe that's what's driving Do we Kylo. Think Kylo's powerful. That's what I mean. I don't think he is. No, no, like, is there anything that's really indicated outside of the temper tantrums and such? <laughs> Not really, no. Because, to me, I don't think Kylo is that powerful. I think that's what's driving him. I think he, now... He's, it's his desire for power that drives he, him. He desires greatness. He desires to be something more. He finds out that Vader is his grandfather and therefore turns to the dark side to try to become more powerful. Mm. So that's why I think... He may doesn't not be want to talking like, about Kylo here. Doesn't want to be a mediocre Jedi. There's yeah. something about like you know the Skywalkers, like they always have like their little tantrums in their youth. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that, there's that's there's definitely something to be said about that. Um, but if we do take it at face value as Kylo, I think that Luke is freaked out because I think he's kind of got an Obi Wan complex, kind of sort of, because Obi Wan failed the price of failure, mm-hmm. and now he's he's kind of hiding out, right? Hear like, that, or he's just like. Don't want Kylo to kill me the way Vader killed. Right, so, I don't know. To me, it's almost like it's the same thing. It's like Obi-Wan failed with Anakin. Now, granted, Obi-Wan went forward, accepted his price of failure, and redeemed himself. Mm. But, so I wonder if, wouldn't it be cool if they put, like, an Obi-Wan Force Ghost scene in here to bring Luke... To snap him out of it, be like. Do you expect to actually see Force Ghost like in the next film? Yes, I do. Really? Yeah, I expect to see Anakin. I expect to see Obi Wan. I expect to see. I don't know. So we're gonna get like Hayden Christensen. We're gonna get uh, Ewan McGregor. And And I'll tell you why I think Hayden Christensen because he was at the last Star Wars celebration. Mm -hmm. Why bring him back after all these years if you're not gonna put him in the movie? Just to test and see how the crowd did, and the crowd loved it when he came back. But I think they were testing it even then, just to see how what kind of reaction that they were gonna get. Because why bring him back now? It just didn't make any sense otherwise to me. Right. I don't know. They could so. be trying to, like, you know, throw in some more Lucas additional scenes into the original trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Something like a mid-prequel. <laughs> they're they're going to find a way to, like, digitally impose Hayden Christensen's face over the Vader mask throughout yeah. the trilogy. <laughs> and, you know, the other thing about this is I think if Luke rejects her, 
and pushes her Ray away, I think, you know, you can see Ray. I mean, what's worse than realizing when you come face to face with your hero and you find out your hero is not who you expect it to be? You're, you're not expect like Luke is supposed to be this all powerful Jedi Master, all knowing, all powerful, or at least somewhat, you know, powerful on the light side. And he comes out and he, he's crazy and he wants nothing to do with you. What's the old saying about, you know, the only way to be disappointed by your heroes is to actually work with them. Right, exactly. Right, and so I could see Ray walking away from him because of that, though, too, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and not to draw this out any longer, but we shouldn't be surprised that Luke is the way he is, though, either. Because even in The Force Awakens, um, Kylo, when Kylo's probing Ray's mind, mm. and he says, I see your dreams, and I see an island in the water, and I mm. see a knight desperate to sleep. So to me, that tells me that Ray's already seen Luke Skywalker, and Luke doesn't want to be involved anymore, mm. or he's searching for other answers to why he failed. Oh well, yeah, I mean, you know? his entire temple got burned to the ground. It probably, you know, left him slightly scarred from the incident. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it it just oh made... get over yourself, Luke. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you only watch like three hundred people you cared about oh. die. <laughs> Well, it, you know, Leia had to watch her whole planet. Well, everything he did, <laughs> did she like her planet. Well, I mean, let, let's face it. His his father was the scourge of the Jedi. He was supposed to be the chosen one. He ended up fulfilling that prophecy, but he beca- he had to kill. He killed almost all the Jedi to do it mm. in the process on the way. And then he builds. He goes out. And he does what Yoda says. Pass on what you've learned. He builds up what looks like a very big Jedi temple. It's not just like maybe 12 or 13 students, but maybe hundreds of Jedi, mm. possibly by the size of the fire. Yeah. You know, I just you realized, you know, you should never have a Jedi Academy in this series. Because every time you do, they all just get slaughtered. Slaughtered? Yeah, <laughs> right? Either that or you just make them better at defending themselves. Like that's <laughs> These the schools are not court. very effective. Yeah. Like, there's what? Five or six Knights of Ren, including Kylo? Right. Well, it's also possible. Seven to Snoke. <laughs> and it's also possible because Luke, because Luke, because not only it was the Jedi Temple or Academy destroyed, Temple, whatever you want to call it, that he had, but since he's the very last Jedi... And he goes into seclusion. It could be that the Force itself is striking back against Luke by putting Ray, awakening Ray, and putting her back into the Force to bring him back into the game, so to speak. I know that's kind of going mythological deep there, guys, but it was just a thought I had. So I mean, you could go with that route. It would just it be it would take a lot to work that into the narrative. I think. Well. I don't think it would be too terribly hard. I mean, well, you would have would, to like give something that gives a projection of like the force of the or the, the wills will of, of the force. Yeah, you do it through you do it through Yoda, Force Ghost. You could do it through Anakin, Force Ghost, any Force Ghost, really. Yeah, but that, that seems like a really cheesy way of going about it, doesn't it? Well, as long as you're I was not, talking to the Force. No, as long as and it's like you got to do this thing, man. It's like get off your ass and pull yourself together. It's like, it's like Old Testament Jedi. No, it could be. It, 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 not that cheesy, not that not boring. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> all four Midwest guys are back. <laughs> We're all back. I'm trying to go too deep here, and everybody just doesn't get it. Doesn't wants to make fun of me. All right. We're just having fun. That's no, all right. It's all good. Uh, moving on. So Kylo's voice, we get a voiceover, and, and he's like, let the past die. Get the shot of him um, uh, throwing like a, a 
pit, I guess it would be maybe even a room, his chambers, an elevator or something. It looked like an elevator to me. Yeah. Um, All the years of abuse at the hands of Lena Dunham finally came back. <laughs> <laughs> and I would do that too if I had that. Uh, but, I feel like it was a reference I'm not getting there. He was in Girls, the HBO series with that, Lena Dunham. And that writer is a complete bitch. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, you take uh, this... So we see in the earlier trailer the smashed helmet, and you see him throwing his helmet into the wall here. So maybe this is where that happens, where he's just throwing another temper tantrum. And... Well, he's trying to perfect <laughs> his you know, new skill. Helmet bash. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you can't yeah. always rely on the saber. It's, it's the new Disney fight, Star Wars fighting game. <laughs> or maybe he's just not strong enough yet. Maybe he's, he's again, it's all about... I'm not strong enough. I, you know, he's he's coming up against that wall, even in the dark side. I mean, so he's frustrated when so he throws wall. his helmet at the wall. Yeah, he gets pissed <laughs> off. He's like, ah, I've hit a plateau, <laughs> a literal wall. Well, he is. Bang. He's kind of a giant man child, really, because he's he's always, you know, he's throwing shit at, at the wall. Your potential I, I think, has been awoke. I think it's uh, it's him <laughs> being upset because he he was basically told by Snoke, if you kill your kill your dad, yeah. He'll become stronger. Right. And now he has. And he did, and he doesn't feel any different. Right. Which kind of goes to the later scene where it's like, oh, I guess they want him to kill his other parent now. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And yes. <laughs> that'd be hilarious if it was Snow's like, hey, get this. I'm just going to have him kill his mom. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm going to tell him you're going to be powerful. <laughs> Do that. Kill your mom. You'll be powerful. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, this would be great. Watch. The one thing I actually do kind of want to see out of Kylo eventually is let's see him actually try to kill Snow. Like, take his place. Because that's one thing that Vader never did with the Emperor. And well, it would have been so fucking cool. Vader would have, but he was limited by his suit. We saw what happened the minute he picked up the Emperor. Mm. It killed him. I mean, he shocked the shit out of it. it he short-circuited his whole system. So, mm. that's the whole reason he never took that. But then again, also, Vader didn't have access to a really deep, planet-wide chasm at the time. Until just right then. Well, he, he, did have, he does have a castle around lava, but... A chasm. <laughs> yeah, but he has a castle over with lava. You could have easily brought the you know, Emperor... Anyway, um, it's not planet big though. <laughs> yeah, but it still melts things. So it's fine. <laughs> Next scene we see is Kylo and his Tie Fighter. It's called the Tie Silencer, by the way. Pretty cool looking, yeah, actually. It, looked, it, looked, it, it did look pretty cool, but I just that name is fucking hilarious. Oh, I loved it. I was like, that's awesome. That's like the name of like a gun or something. So it's, it's, it's a so gun it's, attachment. Yeah. So instead, <laughs> still, instead, instead of when the Tie Fighter shoots and you're like, you're like. No, or you'll hear nothing. It's, yeah, it's just the vacuum of space. Oh my god, it's going to make space sound like space. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be really amazing for Star Wars for the first time. No, we're not going to do that. That sound doesn't really echo through like, because there's no, air Because there's no explosions <laughs> in space. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. You don't hear it. Again, fantasy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like my fantasy. I like my explosions. They're magical it's explosions. Fantasy. Let's, let's le- eat my popcorn. At least it's not the mere space, or the mere space station. There you go. <laughs> All right, so... Yeah, so, you know, we get a first look at his TIE Fire. Pretty cool. And we see him just kind of doing a bunch of spinning and rolling and shooting down, <laughs> using his Jedi powers like Jedi do, right? And makes his way into Leia's uh, command ship. <laughs> um, and it, he's about, it looks like there's a scene. He's got it, her ship and his target and his sights. And he's about to hit it, and he's like, emotionally all screwed up like he can't do it he can't bring himself to 
to kill his own mother. And there's Snoke just laughing his ass off because he's, he's about to pull the ultimate punk on him. <laughs> well, it, and they, they cut back between him and Leia, and they show Leia doing like the sit down floor scene, like she did when Han died. Like she senses him, and he senses her, and it's just like her this, accepting her fate, in right? Her mind. And or her, her maybe you know stretching out to him. Maybe they're he's she's talking to him through the force. We don't know. Leia, hear me. Right. Well, <laughs> she she may have progressed in her powers over the years, too. I mean, she is... Finally have powers. <laughs> well, yeah. And they should really show her powers, to be honest. She's the other half of, of you know, the, the twin. I mean, there's no reason that she wouldn't have the same powers as Luke. And over time, learn how to at least use them a little bit. More than just be able to feel things, I would think. Well, that I mean, just depends on whether she wanted to actually train in it or anything. Well, right. And that that's true, too. But it doesn't mean that even on her own... With her being with all the potential she has, she can't come to some of it on her own over time. Fair so. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't know about you guys though, but after after Kylo killed Han, I don't know. I don't think there's any redemption for him in my mind. I don't see it. I don't want to see it. I don't think either, because he's taken out. He's taken out Han Solo. I mean, he's a, one of the big three. One of my favorite characters growing up as a kid. I don't think I want to see him redeemed. Do you guys, Brian, do you want to see Kylo redeemed? Um, yes, depending on... Well, it depends on what we get from Snoke. I think it'd be very cool if Kylo does come around and, it, like Aaron said, we, there, there's a Snoke versus Kylo battle at the end. Uh, you know, like, or it's a, it's a Rey, Rey, Kylo, and Finn battling Snoke at the end or something. You know what I mean? Something mm-hmm. like that. I wouldn't mind seeing that because it would be a different way and it would take it a different... It, w- it wouldn't be the same as, like, the original trilogy. It would take it in a different direction. Okay. Uh, Aaron, what do you think? Do you think Kylo should be redeemed? Do you, I think, do you think depending on how it fits the narrative, I think it actually could be really interesting. And also the fact that he killed his parents isn't, honestly, that big a thing for me since, you know, I... I didn't grow up, you know, enjoying the original trilogy to the same extent. Okay. Uh, John? Well, I mean, I did grow up enjoying the original trilogies, and I'd actually say Han Solo is my favorite character of the Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. Um, That said, yeah, I wouldn't be above watching a character, um, you know, that killed one of my favorite characters get redemption in some way, because... Honestly, that's kind of what the series is all about. Is that like no one is beyond the point of redemption. So you, even though he killed Han Solo, you'd be okay if they did redeem. You'd well, and like Aaron said, it would have to be a way that's like narratively satisfying. Like they'd have to find some way to have him matter or what have his actions actually like yeah matter. have justification for why he would switch sides yeah. or have a change mm-hmm. of heart. Like the uh, you know the deathbed recanting kind of thing. So would it be okay if he was redeemed at the end and then died or would you be okay with him being redeemed and then actually going on and living? I don't I think, think there's any fun. I don't think there's any way to like let him continue living in that respect. I mean yeah, Kylo's really? essentially I don't see I don't why know. not. I mean well it, yeah. it, it would I don't just think be he has to die. Oh, I don't see any narrative reason for why that has to be the case anyway. Well I pretty much hinging my bet. Like I think he's gonna be the next to die. Like if we had to like do a Game of Thrones bet, that would be my bet for the season. When really, the, I feel the like they're gonna kill over. off Leia. And I oh yeah, they're gonna kill off Leia. <laughs> so I mean, you're kind of taking bets for who gets killed off after that. No, I mean I just like of of the characters I think have the most likely chance of dying. Mm. I think you know. Okay, really, I actually think it might be Snoke. 
Oh, Snoke, yeah. I do, too. I, because We're going to get to that, but yeah, I think it's Snoke. Like, you look at how they haven't really built the character up outside of being an evil guy, and he kind of is visually generic, which yeah, doesn't I mean, give you a very high chance at the Star Wars universe. I mean, honestly, I, I, I really like, am looking forward to, like, his action figure looking, like, coming out like, the bathroom, like, he's going to get his mail. Yeah, because it's, like... <laughs> it does look like that, actually, because I've, I've seen the figure. It, yeah. it looks like yeah. Voldemort got cancer. <laughs> Voldemort going to get the mail in the morning. Yeah, I, I Snoke walks his, walks over to the mailbox, scratching his ass on the way down well, the driveway. He, he just doesn't look menacing because he's wearing a tan robe. And I mean, traditionally, you have the black or dark gray robes, right? Mm. For maybe it's just guys. like a Tony Soprano thing as he's walking down his driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad. I, I don't know. Like I, I can like... wear a pink bathrobe. I'm still a dangerous motherfucker. <laughs> I feel like Snoke's been being more or less of a straw man, though. Like, he's meant to be like, oh, he's so powerful and strong. And then when, you know, someone else kills him, that shows how powerful they are sort of thing. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't, they don't really seem like they're giving him much of a character otherwise. Well, you know? I, I, like I think, I think they're really going to expand on him a little bit. At least. Yeah. In, well, you would hope bit. so. Yeah, I would hope so. So we get the uh, coming this Christmas, and then we come back from the coming this Christmas. Uh, the holiday special. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's, it's not Christmas? It doesn't exist. <laughs> I mean, sure. I the locked one. it from my mind. That one. The, the what three, about the, the next three? The, the two and a half hours. This isn't Disney now. There's going to be holiday <laughs> specials. locked it. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, the, when we come back from that, uh, we get the Millennium Falcon being chased through some caves. Um I, again, I think this is the planet crate, the mineral planet. But to me, uh, it looks like a lot of crystals are flying through, and it made me wonder. And they're red looking. I wonder if they're like kyber crystals, you know, because the whole planet's kind of red. But mm. I'm just wondering if the whole planet is full. They're just of kyber collecting crystals. them, making as many I, lightsabers as they can. I thought they only it was only on Jeddah. No, no, they're all on certain they're, planets, but they're they're, they're, they're all, all over the place. They, so they crash through the Steven Universe universe. Yeah. So there's a bunch of different places. I mean, where they could I'd be anyway. Crossover. They, <laughs> they never say it's like one place or here or there or whatever. I thought it was one place. That's why the Empire was coming there. To take Jedi was the... just really pure and in them had a lot of it. So to me, if okay. it could be a good catalyst, because if they want more Kyber crystals to build another super weapon, they need this planet. Maybe it's Star Trek's dilithium crystals. Sacrilege. Sacrilege, <laughs> sacrilege, it's, sacrilege. It's, it's the way that Star Trek and Star Wars finally intersect. Get him out of here. The Church of the Jedi has hereby expelled you, sir. I uh, speak here, heresy. What, what's, what's the word when they kick you out of a church? Excommunicated. Uh, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Don't so. call me dirty for nothing. <laughs> Welcome to three Midwest gods. <laughs> Wait, all you have to do to get kicked out is to say a Star Trek reference? On a Star Bring Wars it on. podcast. I actually like Star Trek, actually. I, I feel like everyone here has made a random Star just, Trek reference. On I made a podcast. Steven Universe reference here, for God's sakes. I'm just being silly. It's a good show. I don't see the problem. <laughs> My daughter's still seeing stronger than you. All right, here, here's your big scene, man. So, next shot is uh, Chewie uh, doing, flying the Falcon, making his Chewbacca growl, and then we see... The new little porg on there with his little battle cry. This is your this is your big scene, John. You like porg, so cool. <laughs> After all that build up and all that talk, that's all you got. I'm... I mean, is it going to save the universe or not? That's right. Um, 
I want to see like an entire armada of these porg like swarming a Death Star or something. Oh, well, <laughs> or watch like get, going through like, their ventilation you system. You see, are introduced to the porg in the middle of their own civil war where they're just brutally killing each other. <laughs> what Sounds if, amazing. Like, like water down. down. In porg. What, what, yeah. if, what if they're what they're like uh, what do they call them uh, the, the the little uh, troubles. No, not troubles. The little gerbils that uh, run G-force? off force the run off the cliff and kill themselves all the time. Like, lemmings. lemmings, lemmings, yeah, with their lemmings. Like, lemmings. <laughs> I thought that was like, like a cl- urban legend. Like it was actually like Walt Disney's like um, camera crew that was actually herding them off the fucking cliff. In the uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be know. surprised. Those '30s na- nature shorts are fucking terrifying when you dig into them. <laughs> anyway, I I don't know. Anyway. Just a thought. I have one. Are they like maybe they're gremlins? Like you get them wet, and they just like <laughs> freak the fuck out. They turn into giant. Oh man! Gremlins. If you, if you get a poor wet, it becomes the next Yoda. It could be a. <laughs> <laughs> you feed a porg after midnight, it becomes yeah, Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> you know what? I like that one. We're going with that one. We'll leave it there. <laughs> it doesn't get any better. <laughs> Yoda returns. <laughs> Now you find out how Yoda's come into being. <laughs> That's why you haven't seen so many of them in years. <laughs> they were on a very dry planet. Oh my god. <laughs> they were all hidden in Chinatown. All right. All right. I, 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 I was going to say they're connected. So I've been learning they're connected to the forest, but you know what? We're moving on. <laughs> that's how they're connected to the force they're fucking Yodas <laughs> that you feed after midnight <laughs> oh man okay alright I need a drink after that I need a excuse me alright next scene we get the Poe we finally see Poe Poe voiceover we're the spark that will light the fire then you see the action sequence with a, with the next wing, and on the back of his X wing is a booster engine of some kind. So that's kind of new. Something that's nitrous. Up yeah, it's kind of like nitrous. Yeah, it's Fast and the, the Furious of X wing, Fast Wars. and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, it worked for the last Star Trek film. He's got a bumper sticker that says WWVDD. What would Vin Diesel do? <laughs> <laughs> and yet, The Rock still has a way to piss off this universe too. Yeah. And then his next line is that will bring the first order down. So. We are the spark that will light the fire that will bring the first order down. Now, I don't know about you guys. Now, it's fairly I'm fairly confident that they're going to write Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia, death scene at some point in this movie. Oh, I mean, they, they, they don't talking, have to, but they were talking about likely. they they were talking about how they filmed their scenes for Episode Nine, though. I didn't hear anything about that. They may take Episode Eight scenes. Upon I thought they rewrote this film after her death. Though. Yeah, they did. did. They, they had to do a complete rewrite of Nine. That'd be interesting to see. But anyway. Thus, if Leia dies, what would you guys think if Poe would take up the mantle of being the leader of the Resistance? Would would that work for he you He would guys? have to be, like, the son of Wedge Antilles in order to, like, you know, have I that feel kind like of... I feel like you would have to rewrite his character really heavily in the show in order to justify that. Okay, yeah. Brian, what do you think? Yeah, I think same thing. Same thing, think you don't think would... he'd be a good good leader for the Rebellion? It's not that he wouldn't be a good leader, it's just his, resistance. Ca- his character, just the, the tie-in that Princess Leia has to that universe... The daughter of Darth Vader, royalty. I mean, I don't know. Are you going to write him in as like Han's bastard son, sort of thing? Oh my God, he could be Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Aegon Skywalker. <laughs> R plus L equals O. <laughs> All right. They bring me in here for these random references. Uh, oh, man. All right. I, I think you'd really have to go out of your way in order to make that a justifiable move yeah. in the story, I think. Yeah. So, next shot is a shot of Finn. He's in a First Order General outfit. He's obviously undercover. Surrounded by flames. There's like a... It looks like a... I saw like a walker, like a mini walker with a head with its head blown off still walking around in the background even. <laughs> kind of crazy. Um, and it's the, the walker from that kid from It. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he, you know... He shouts out, you know, come on. He's going up against Phasma, and then he kind of swings, I guess, that battalion that they're... It's a it lo- it looks similar, baton. but it, does, it opens. The, the one in Force Awakens didn't open, but like I watched it after I watched it again. Yeah, this and you can of, actually watch it. It like, folds out. Yeah, he folds yeah. out and kind of brings it down, and he brings it over his head, and he connects with Phasma's, I guess, spear, I guess. Yeah, is the it looks something like a spear or a staff. Some kind. It looked really fucking cool. Oh, it, it does. Yeah. yeah, honestly, this was, yeah, this is what I wanted to see in Force Awakens. Oh, right? Too, Other yeah. than TR-8R. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what should have happened. Yeah. Well, it's just like, it. you're watching this like, oh, fuck, awesome, they're actually giving Phasma something to do. Yeah, yeah. You're actually giving Finn a storyline where he's actually clashing with her and not just like... Well, I'm getting a jump and throwing it into a dumpster. And I'm exactly. re- really hope they give her some some depth too, like yeah. some background. Well, they just released that uh, Captain Phasma book, right? You will have so, that, but I'm hoping in the movie there's at least she, she's not just in this fight oh, scene. You know, so what I mean? random side note on the Phasma book. Apparently, the um, the writer of that book actually had like a Spotify list of like a soundtrack in mind when she was writing it. Really, she yeah. shared it. Yeah, it's online. Oh, yeah, I can send you a link to it later. Ooh, it's actually yeah, pretty yeah, cool. Please do. I like. To but it's like out. a combination of like. Star Wars stuff and like a couple like Mad Max tracks. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're gonna have to. Mad Max is everywhere, Brink. You just got to accept that. Yeah, but down the, the road and they fucking come back anyway. But I mean, it's just like that yeah, was like well, kind of the music she had in mind, like a really fast paced like sort of thing. Yeah. And that, just a random side note I thought was kind of cool. It's not that I didn't like Mad Max, I actually did like it. How many movies can be an entire action scene, though? Uh, anyway. <laughs> Alright, so moving on. Um, we start with. Uh, Luke Overvoice, this is not, and it's kind of broken out, and then they show uh, BB-8 uh, after what appears to have been like a, he gets like a voltage shock, I guess, being on the back of the X-Wing, mm. like he got shot almost, or he took half of a blast or something. Yeah, you don't really see a lot of BB-8 on this trailer. Yeah, but it is very reminiscent of, again, of, you know, R2-D2 kind of getting yeah. blown up. When a I couple think. times, actually, like yeah, yeah. in the first Star Wars and, and Jedi. Jedi, and uh, he, well, in, even in... Um, Empire Strikes Back when he's he plugs into a outlet by mistake. Yeah, <laughs> and that's of, just not assuming you know. Not including I'm not supposed to, to know a mistake. power terminal from, from a <laughs> from a computer terminal from a power socket. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, and then we go back to Luke in a wet cave, laying on the ground, kind of. And Luke, they keep going with it. Luke, it's not going to. So this is not going to go. Then they kick over to a scene of a uh, silver snow fox. Uh, creature back on the planet crate again. I thought that was pretty badass because when they do a close up on it, because I actually paused it, its fur is actually crystals. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, like the actual fur on the, the damn thing is crystals. So I thought that was kind, yeah, of, kind of neat. Kind of a neat, I neat that, thing actually. in the Star Wars uh, universe. Mm. Or it could so. just be like that desert thing in Force Awakens with the two red eyes. It just looks up and that's all you see from it. <laughs> Apparently, that is something that, like, it's just part of a much bigger creature underneath the sand. Come, come, uh, Come to find out. 
Oh, really? Yeah, like, like it's like, it like a sandworm sort of thing? Well, yeah, like it pops out and eats people and shit. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So they just like, never I actually think it cool. I think Disney's actually doing a good job, like, adding more little tiny aliens in the background and making, like, just yeah. building the universe a bit. That's, like, that's actually something I think it's been doing very well. Yeah, just, just as long as they do, don't do, like, you know, special editions where they show all this stuff about ten well, years down the right, road and, like, right. but it, remove all prints of these but movies. It, it, it's know. it's one of the, the, the great things about the classic trilogy was all the, the neat little background figures. And, yeah, you it's know, the little and, details that add to the universe. Yeah, yeah, really cool. So, but yeah, it was just something I, I happened to pick up. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then finally, Luke finishing what he was saying the way you think. So this is not going to go the way you think. They show a shot of Leia looking over the landscape at, at the First Order vehicles. Kind of, it almost looked like uh, Jabba's palace, like the door coming down, kind of entrance. So she's like in a, her her base. Apparently, this is an old base that her and Luke uh, found it back back around the time of. Uh, I think around shortly after Empire Strikes Back or before, mm. there's a book they just released apparently on this whole planet crate. But okay, so if you want to spend your money, um, <laughs> so but yeah, so did you buy it? No, not yet. I'm not waiting yet. for I'm waiting for the not audible. Yet. I like <laughs> I like audio books. No, seriously, it lets me like do shit while I. You know, oh, I, I understand. Episode. I have some audio books. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you can actually buy the book and add uh, audio narration for like an extra five or six bucks. Yeah, I might do something like that. But there's a couple Star Wars books and comics and stuff I still need to get. Um, so, and it, seeing Leia at this point, by the way, it just makes me think that I don't think she dies. Where we see Kylo, you know, targeting her ship. Like you actually feel like it's just Luke talking to the audience. This isn't going the way you think it is. This no, whole trailer's I, meant to fuck with no, you. No, I just think that's <laughs> going to be the paranormal activity I think the trailers. That, I think that scene, if it does exist, I don't think Kylo goes through with it. That's what oh, I'm okay. saying. Because I think the final battle in this whole movie is going to be on this planet Crete. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. So, I, to me, I, that's why I'm not entirely... You know, that's why I don't think she dies right there. Well, yeah, I mean, you that know? could be when uh, when he smashes his helmet. Like he goes to kill her, right, and, can't and he do can't it. do it, and then he comes back and he's like, "Crap!" Right, exactly. So I don't know. And again, I'm not entirely sold that she will die in the movie either. Like we kind of talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then Ray is shown diving into the lake, almost like she was pushed in, really. Um, and then she kind of stands up in front of Luke, all still like you know, still wet. And that's when you know you hear Luke's whole line: "This is not the way you think it's going to go." So I was wondering after watching that scene. Um, Luke either looks like he's just been in a bad fight or is out of breath. If it is a fight, who's he fighting? Is he fighting Kylo, Snoke? Maybe Ray? might just be hungover. <laughs> or, or do you guys think it's part of Ray's training? It's like would, an intense force power sparring session, maybe? Again, I, I would assume it's part I, of training. I, again, another part of me that like would just love to see this image of her having to stand on one hand and like, you know, Luke's yeah. on her leg and he's yep. just balancing rocks. Well, and I, I, and that's my next line is, or is this where Ray is like lost her focus? Like she's levitating Luke and all of a sudden like Luke drops Yoda. She drops, she drops Luke, <laughs> dropped Luke so, into the water. And that's right. why he's all wet. So, you know, I don't know, Brian, what do you think? This is, is not rust proof. Do you think this is like part of Luke maybe fighting Ray or is it training or is he fighting Kylo? What do you think? I think it's training. Training. training, yeah, yeah. Training. All, all everybody consensus training. Okay, very good. I actually think it might actually could be training, but it could be like tough love training. Like he's 
I will bet you one Testing audible her. book on that. Huh? <laughs> What's that? I will bet you one audible one book. One audible book. Training. It's training. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Deal. <laughs> They're only like 30 bucks. All right. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, you hear, and then we get the Snoke over, overview, and it's fulfill your shot of the front line of the ATT walkers with the TIE fighter battle sequence again. Close up, then we get a close up of Snoke, and then he he finishes off with Destiny. And then in that shot, you see him levitating Ray with the Force, and at the very last scene before they cut, she's moving towards it. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> there's a theory, and again, spoiler alert, possible spoiler alert, way back before yeah. they, this is back when they were still in pre production for this movie, there was a rumor that came out, and it's one that's stuck in my head. That Snoke is almost like a force vampire in a way. And that he steals the force from other people. I know you're cracking up because you I'm think just it's having, ridiculous. I'm having this image of Snoke as a sparkly vampire. No, no, not that kind of vampire. He would Twilight. He's not, not Twilight. Would, you never go full Twilight. He's more like a rogue from X-Men. Rogue from X-Men. Yeah, there you go. Or Sauron. But it, yeah, we're so on. So He's not as hot as Rogue. So I just wonder if <laughs> Maybe in, it used to be. <laughs> but anyway, the, the rumor. The, it's hard to imagine, though. Part of this fan Maybe theory was Rogue. <laughs> anyway, part of this fan theory slash uh, rumor was that he uses the Force to keep himself alive for longer periods of time, and also uses it to try to rebuild his scars that he has. Okay. And stuff Does like that make that. him Force Feratu? That's a good one. Force I, like that. I like that. Force for Ratu. There you go. Snoke, aka Force for Force for I like it. Yeah, I gotta admit that fulfill your destiny was like the only line of the trailer I did not like. Why? Because the second I heard fulfill, I just went your destiny. Yeah, it said your destiny. Like, it's oh, class. That's that's, that's 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 something something dark side. Fulfill yeah. your something something destiny. That's it's part not of, just in Star Wars; it's in everything. I'm just—I I don't know. It just—it's hack. <laughs> yeah, like a lot it. of fantasy likes to go really heavily with the Destiny mod, but it's really—it's all over Star Wars. I, it's yeah. almost as bad as I have a bad feeling about this. It's, it's, I, it's well, I would love to have had Snoke say, "Fulfill your comment card" <laughs> or something. <laughs> you just want him to go meta about but it. Just go meta about it's it. Fulfill your prescription here. <laughs> <laughs> But it is. It's it's all steroids over Steroids for the Force. It's <laughs> got to buff up those mitochondria. They, <laughs> so, Mid- the for, so the, get force for Rot- oh. so the Force for Ratsu can train it. But I'm just telling you, it's all over Star Wars. So that's fulfill <laughs> yeah. your destiny. Oh, Vader yeah. says it all the time. Fulfill yeah. your destiny. I actually could see the, the vampire thing, just with like how they have them set up. Yeah, yeah. like he uses it, he his his he's major like, force power is taking. Well, he's like the first force stage, from some other somebody else. You know, he's like first stage makeup of Gary Oldman and Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, kind of. Or he's just so he's like a mummy and he just needs a good Keanu Reeves to drain. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's like a mummy and he can take. Well, that, uh, that didn't sound the way that I did think not sound it. right at all. No, well, it did not. It's more like the mummy, really, like uh, you know, where he takes those guys and you know mm-hmm. their body parts and sucks everything out a little bit. Um, so then we move on and we got Ray's voice over a black screen. I need someone to show me my place in all of this. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a great, great picture of Brian and his. Uh, Show me your place, or I think I put it up there. Anyway. Yeah, you put it up there. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh man, it's actually uh, Kylo showing her her 
her new apartment. Her new apartment. But anyway, it looked I'm, like a kitchen. It's like, like wait, her place is in the kitchen? It, Holy shit! It is a kitchen. <laughs> anyway. But, uh, I gotta be honest, I feel it, it's really difficult to imagine it's meant to be anything outside of that joke. <laughs> but, anyway. So, Ray, you know, <coughs> I need my, my place and all this. They show Ray talking with a in a black background with a slight glow behind her. And then they switch to Kylo with burning ambers coming down around him, mind you. And he just kind of holds out his hand. And that's the way the trailer ends. So, to me, this is misleading. I don't think it's the same scene at all. I think they're cutting the two together to, to hook you. I think this is what trailers do. I don't know, John. I've I always think they there are trailers that do this. They will cut certain scenes together to get you to think one thing, and then go a different way with it. What do you think? Well, I mean, if you think about all the other, all the trailers we got for Force Awakens and Rogue One, did any of them actually? Well, okay, other than a few cut scenes from the Rogue One trailer, <laughs> um, did any of them actually? You're the car outside. <laughs> our, our car. Passing by us outside. That's all right. Um, did any of them actually mislead you in any way? In Force Awakens? Yeah. They never really tell you anything at all in exactly. the Force Awakens exactly. trailers. But this one is different. This one is... there. I don't see them giving away the farm on this one. You know I'll what I mean? say this. If it goes in the opposite direction of where this trailer took it, mm-hmm. I will be incredibly disappointed with the movie. Yeah, see, now I agree with that. I think you're setting expectations in people's minds too. It is dangerous to do, but and, and I'll get to the, like my final thoughts about the trailer sure, as a whole sure. when it's over. Yeah, but we'll get it's there. just the where they took that. I'll, I'll get into that, but it's just that's such a unique place, and mm-hmm. and frankly, I think with the, with all the stuff that's there. Um, there have been trailers like I, I, I went I, I brought up Paranormal Activity three before, but that's because I went to the movie and I guarantee you like seventy five percent of the stuff that was in that trailer was not even in the movie at all. Yeah. And I don't see them like not using any of the shots they used in this trailer in this movie. I think the shots are there. I just think they're out of sequence and I think they're they're meant in different way, you know. Like they maybe him and Ray, but it's not that not her saying that to him. You know mm. what I mean? That's that's mm. what I that's the feeling I get. Um, Aaron, what do you think? Yeah, I wouldn't assume that's the exact sequence of how we see everything. You think I assume that? it's splicing things here and there to kind of to create just, a narrative. Yeah, just kind of give you an idea of what the film's going to look like. Maybe some story elements here and there, but it's not going to give you a hundred percent. I wouldn't assume. Yeah, I think Disney would really be kind of screwing itself over if it did. Yeah, Disney's yeah. not. You that's know, like a surprise ending, obviously. Mm. If they did, Disney's not too metaphorical in that respect. Like they like to be accessible to everybody, and the first thing they know is don't ever go metaphorical. That's what cost Blade Runner so many fans at the box office, right? Um, but yeah, so I think a lot of the stuff that you're going to see from Disney, you can take for face value. Brian, what do you think? You think it's it's uh oh no i think it's pieced together right? pieced together yeah i yeah. think i think she's actually talking to luke at that time at yeah. that when at mm-hmm. that point i think there might be a scene where um kind of Ky- reaches, Kylo out, reaches out to Ray. me yeah. yeah like like i'll i'll sh- i'll help you or whatever or you know i'm gonna take you back to snoke and that's how yeah. she gets back to snoke and she's being tortured or whatever or join me but i yeah i together. don't yeah. yeah, I don't see that sequence going together. So, just for a second, though, for argument's sake, let's say that that is exactly what happens in the movie. 
That would, she asked Kylo Ren to show her, show her, her the way in the Force. Yeah, so if she does do that, to me that means that she has to become so disillusioned with Luke and Leia from The Force Awakens. I mean... She, she was that or she's setting it up as a trap. She could be that smart, maybe. I don't know. Um, I mean, if you go by how how they had the character set up in the first, like, seven, yeah. it's a possibility, because they, they show her as a fairly intelligent person. But, I mean, something would have to, if, if, if even if not, though, let's just say she just does it, something drastic would have to happen to her to trust Kylo Ren. I mean, mm-hmm. Kylo has killed Han Solo, who was a father figure to her. For, like, a week. For, yeah. Well, for a week, but still. And that she's, you know, she's been on this journey, I guess, but to me it just seems like something drastic would have to happen to her for her to make that decision. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, possibly it's... It'd be interesting to see where it goes with that because I, I think you're right. It's that you would have to have either something drastic to happen with how she perceives Kylo Ren or something that forces the issue. Right. I think also, um, if it does happen and those two get together, then it could be the rebirth of the Sith, the rule of two. Because mm. you have a master and you would have an apprentice all of a sudden, and they would both be dark side users. So it's, at that point, know, that though, would be they'd one be hell of Snoke, though, right? Right, they would have to kill Snoke, but that would be one hell of a twist. So if you end suddenly, that's how they bring the Seth back. It's it's mm. Kylo so and it's, it's Rey. So essentially, yeah. you have Kylo and Rey as the Sith, and then you have like Finn as like a the Jedi. possible Jedi, a possible Jedi with Luke. I'm yeah. telling you, it's the Porg. <laughs> the pork. It's the, the Yoda. <laughs> I swear it's the pork. Um, <laughs> what is that? Hank's playing something over there. What is? What is that? That was the pork. The pork sound. Oh, was that the crying? And yeah. somebody made a rap out of it. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. It's a battle right. cry. <laughs> you can hear the bloodlust in every screech. <laughs> the porgs have their own hype men. <laughs> Alright, that's enough. Uh, Alright, we got the point. I gotta be honest, that actually works better than it should. That's worse than the, <laughs> that is worse than the, the Death Star alarm. Oh my god. No, it's not. No, that's no, way no, better it's than not. the Death no. Star alarm. That's so much better. That's so much better. <laughs> I could actually see listening to that. That's fine. That's, that should be the new four Midwest guy thing. No. <laughs> Breaking <laughs> alert. <laughs> All right, so we'll we just bro- end with squail sounds. <laughs> squails. Oh, we're the squails. Thank you. We started with squails. Board Midwest guys without talking about squails. No, no. We started with porks like screeching bloodlust sounds, uh, and then we ended off with just a nice mellow squails. Okay, I have a request. If there are any friend, if there, any of our viewers are actually DeviantArt members or actually are good artists. Please draw us a porg riding a squail. <laughs> oh, great. Riding into the, the inbox is going to be full around. Riding them into the Here's a, here, and this is a drawing, yet another drawing of a porg on a squail. That's riding like, the squail You can email battle. them to... You can see that this is rage and die. John Zanardelli at... <laughs> All right. Well, guys, I think we've reached the end of the... That's the end of the trailer, by the way. And I think we've uh, really broken it down. There's only time for one more thing, and that's time for Final Thoughts and Grades.
Okay, Brian, your final thought and grade on Star Wars The Last Jedi, the official trailer. Um, I would definitely give it an A. Um, I really enjoyed the trailer. The only, My only gripe about it was the fact that the voiceovers were cut so drastically. Choppy. Yeah, yeah trailer like, like, there, there Trailery. Were, there was just so much gaps in between the, the whole, the complete sentence. It was like, it just, it didn't, for me, that part didn't flow. I mean, I liked all the action sequences. I liked, you know, all of the, our, our discussions about it. It brought up all that kind of stuff. But I didn't like how choppy the voiceover for that. That's my only gripe about it. Okay, Aaron? Uh, I don't know. E. It was fine. It was a trailer that, you know, it was entertaining, gave you some new clips of it. It kind of lets you know that Finn's not just in a coma throughout the entire film. That's kind of nice. But, um, I don't know, like, it, I think it tried to play on the whole being mysterious element a little heavily, so, like, it didn't really get me hyped up to see the movie, but I was going to see it anyway, so it's... The trailer almost didn't matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it didn't matter. Okay. Um, John? Well, <clears throat> I am, honestly, seeing this trailer got me incredibly excited for it, because even if the uh, dialogue was all chopped up, the way that Ang said and everything. Um, just what they presented was everything I wanted to see in the series because I've, you know, rewatching Force Awakens over and over again. It, it really like the the biggest hangup that that series had was or that one had was that it relied so much on nostalgia and like reminding us of all these things, remind like having plot points that were exactly like the other movies. This is one that, when I saw this trailer, really made me feel like there was, like, brand new plot points that this could go on. Like, it's the first time, outside of Force Awakens and Rogue One, that this movie actually felt like it was becoming its own thing. Like, I wanted the Finn-Phasma fight in Force Mm -hmm. Awakens, I'm finally getting it here. But, to me, it's continuing what was always the underlying theme of all six movies, and that's balance. Okay. And the sense of balance and what I got out of it was, you know, as we saw in episode, you know, episodes one through three, the Jedi were in power, but the Sith were starting to rise. And in four, five, and six, we saw the Sith risen and the Jedi return, like, and culminating in the return of the Jedi. Right. Where the Force Awakens went with, you know, introducing us to the Knights of Ren, it was not like the sith it was not like vader so it was kind of a different thing so that's why i think when luke is talking about all this stuff like i'll be honest when i saw the teaser for this it didn't get me excited it really made me feel like it was just going to be like a retread of everything okay but when he says like i think it's time for the jedi to come to an end and then we see everything in this trailer what i think all this is where he says he's afraid he knows it's time for the Jedi to end because there are no more Sith. There are only Knights of Ren, and what Kylo became, he he said he wasn't afraid of it at first because he knew like there's no other balance. But the balance could be in Rey. Rey could be something new that's not Jedi. So that's how he knows that this is the Jedi's time to end. And when she's telling Kylo, I need someone to show my place... Even if she's not saying it to Kylo, even if, you know, if Luke knows that this is, you know, like an end for him, this could be something that's like he's finally 
you know, realizing like he's now afraid because he knows his time is over and doesn't know where it's going to go from there. It's literally the passing of a generation to a new, you know, it could be a new Jedi. It could be a new Sith. It could be a new, that's what has me excited. This is something new, mm-hmm. which we've, which we have not seen since, you know, the Disney Star Wars franchise has started. This is new. And that's what has me finally excited to see this. And that's why I'm like, if this doesn't go this way that they've shown us in the trailer, I'm actually going to be disappointed because I'm finally excited for something new. Okay. That's awesome, dude. Um, overall, I love the trailer, obviously. Um, it exceeded my expectations. It wasn't what I expected. Uh, much like the teaser trailer was, I, I did not expect to hear Luke say it's time for the Jedi to end. I certainly didn't expect to see... Uh, the whole scene at the end, especially with, you know, even if it is, if it's real or not of her saying she needs to find her place and all this. And then they show Kylo holding out his hand, you know, that a lot of shock value there. A lot of things make you go, Whoa, Holy crap. Um, wasn't expecting that. So for me, I, I would be a little disappointed if it's not, but, but if it's not, I don't think it would, it would be like totally disappointing to me, but we'll see. Um, the other thing that, uh, I just want to say real quick, um, I think this is about themes. I think in a way this is about both Ray and Kylo trying to figure out who they are. I think this is about Luke remembering who he once was and needs to be again, maybe theme in order to get, he's, he's, uh, he's had that, he's had everything crash around him. He's had his entire life fold. He went looking for the answers. He went into seclusion. And like I said, I really think this is a little bit of the force kind of, igniting Ray's awakening because it's pretty obvious now that Ray is the re- is the Force Awakening in the Force Awakens and that that was done to bring Luke back into the fold and bring him back into the the Force and and maybe reignite the Jedi or, or some form of whatever that new Jedi form may be maybe a more like the true art of the Jedi got lost in translation over the years or got diluted down and now he went back to the source to bring back you know what are what does it mean to be a real to be a true force user of the light? Whether that's called Jedi or not, I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. Um, not entirely sure what they're doing with Leia yet in here. Um, she doesn't have any speaking parts, just kind of visuals. Um, we're fairly, I'd say, ninety percent sure that Leia's going to have some sort of a death scene here. I'm pretty sure, not entirely sold, but maybe, and. I think if they are, they're going to try to redeem Kylo, which I'm not crazy about. But then again, I think it would be better if Snoke were to be the one to kill, you know, uh, Princess Leia using maybe that that force draining power or whatever it is that he's using. I think that would be awesome, and that would be a very you know strong thing to make Snoke very powerful. Number one, make him a viable threat, maybe even to the Force itself. It's some you know some something um very unnatural as uh they say that the dark side is um maybe it would this would unite kylo with ray you know and him being the dark side her being the light side and unite together to defeat him maybe i don't know there's a lot of stuff here a lot of unknowns they this this whole trailer is all about asking questions and uh they definitely got us thinking and they definitely got got us hooked even more than i already was and that's hard for me to do because i would have gone solid anyway so great trailer, A plus grade, and I'm very excited to see the movie. 
So uh, that uh, wraps it up for us real quick. If you want to know where to go to find four Midwest guys, go to four Midwest guys. The number four Midwest guys.com on there is all of our podcasts. So we got our links to our iTunes, Facebook, to Twitter, um, Podbean, all of it's all right there. You can like, follow, subscribe. You can also just go to the website and look at everything. Everything's categorized for you there as well. So that uh, does it for us. Brian, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. Yep. Aaron, thanks for joining us. Yep, no problem. John, thanks for joining us. And this is... See you all next year. Absolutely. (laughs) This has been B. Willie saying, may the force be with you always.